So I was driving the car the other day with the kids and there was construction. So I had to cut down an alley. But in Pittsburgh, a lot of alleys are actual streets. There'll be like houses that face the alley. Uh huh. And we happened to be driving and I saw like a Blue Lives Matter flag on a house. Blah. And I was like, who does that? Who puts that on the house? But like my daughter had saw like a really adorable cat. kid, And she's like, but the kitty is so cute. And then she's just like completely deadpan. You think the cat's racist? <laughs> Probably. And I was like, all cats are racist. And without missing a beat, she was like, ACAB. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. How old is your daughter? The show. She's nine. Okay. That I, I was gonna say, like, this is like the antithesis to like the um the Mindy Kaling talking about like her daughter crying because Kamala Harris got elected president and her, her daughter is like two or something, you know. This one's <laughs> this story is way better, and I believe yeah. this one. Yeah, I, we need to have her on the pod. Like she fucking roasts me all the time. I'd, I would love right. that. I would love to hear her take on you. Oh, I'm doing a pod with the boy, by the way. Oh, you are wait, like a, a weekly pod? whenever he wants to do one but yeah oh my god that's amazing what's yeah. the topic or the subject matter uh things that he's afraid of so I like we'll, so we'll talk about tornadoes and um being stung by bees okay so wait are tornadoes common in pittsburgh no no we're <laughs> surrounded by mountains you can't guess... get a tornado and save your life where <laughs> so does this like... fear come from yeah, so that's like the uh, I'm gonna fall in a quicksand fear for kids where there's oh, no, never has, any quicksand. That's one, that's another one. Quicksand, I mean, yeah, sinkholes. It's all YouTube. Uh, okay, well, wait, to be, fair, to be fair, sinkholes are pretty scary and they happen in like random ass cities and like random parts of cities will just collapse into the ground. So I understand that one. Quicksand, that's a child's fear. Yeah, so we well, actually he had a nine. sinkhole. Oh, he's six. Oh, he's six. Yeah. No, but we actually had a sinkhole here in Pittsburgh. It swallowed a bus. Yeah, oh yeah. God. It's because of like, um, like sometimes fracking does that to parts of the Northeast, and so mm-hmm. yeah. So if I lived, yeah, exactly. Wow, sinkholes. That that's not irrational then. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Has he seen yeah. the movie Twister? Yeah, we actually did watch Twister because nice. I'm a bad parent. <laughs> that, that scared me as a kid too. As a kid, I was scared of tornadoes because of Twister. I just would have nightmares about that cow spinning around. There was actually a sinkhole not too far from my house when I first moved to our neighborhood. Um, and I moved up in the wintertime and this was during spring with, and we get all, you know, a lot of snow up in the mountains and a lot of runoff. And apparently like the, the infrastructure and the irrigation and, and the way that the roads were built were actually terrible. And there wasn't really any sort of good drainage system. So like the water would just like pool and then go under like underground. And apparently it just like created this gigantic <laughs> like Jesus. cavern. And yeah, all of all of 11th Avenue in Salt Lake City, like this had this gigantic sinkhole that's just had eroded for I don't know how many years. No, that they fix it in a timely manner because oh, when of course the sink. When the sinkhole swallowed the bus here, it was a solid month before they even pulled the fucking bus out. No oh, yeah. And the sinkhole was fixed about a year later. Oh, jeez. This is downtown. This is not, you know, not some random side street. So they just what, they just blocked off that street? Yeah, and that was just, just nope, use the street. Sorry. Yeah, it's in front of like a major hotel, like the Ramada or something. Like, nope, your entire block's gone. 
See, what happened to American ingenuity where they would turn something like that, like this into a Mexican cenote, you know, create like scuba diving experiences, maybe ride four wheelers down there. That's that's what I would have done, Greg, in your neighborhood in Salt Lake, would turn that into a we tourist need, attraction. We need a Utah cenote. We do need cenotes. Big the, cenote fan here. Big cenote <laughs> fan. <laughs> number, yeah, one, yeah. number one online cenote <laughs> fan. Yeah, it just, it just feels like the entrepreneurial spirit in America is dead. Yeah, mm. I know. It's wow. a tragedy. All right, guys, welcome back to Eat the Press. Uh, we have a fun episode this week. We have uh, the guys from Brigham Young Money pod. We did their pod about a month ago, and now they're here doing ours. You guys want to introduce yourselves? I feel like I should go first because I normally talk first on ours. My name is Kyle, and I am one third of this um, trio of, of fun that we call Brigham Young Money. Greg, what? You should go next. You seemed eager. I, I was eager. I was just going to say that we are the the one and only true purveyors of the dudes rock movement. That's right. Especially here in Utah, it's there's there's not a lot of dudes rocking in Utah. Um, you might you might be confused because dudes uh, commonly were thought of as rocking, having many wives here, but no longer. So we're holding it down. Jordan. Hello, I'm Jordan. I'm an Aquarius, and I'm also <laughs> afraid of quicksand and twisters. That's right. Legitimate. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, we're going to talk first about the New York Times um, did an op-ed recently that said uh, unreported income is the largest region that unpaid federal income taxes can amount to more than $600 billion just this year and almost 7.5 trillion in the next decade. Um, more than 20% of the wealthiest Americans income isn't being reported to the IRS. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Is anyone shocked? Yes. I'm currently doing my Kevin McAllister shocked mm -hmm. face. Yes. Yes. Uh, they estimate if you, if they uh, IRS collected all unpaid income tax from the top 1%, it would boost revenue to the treasury to $175 billion a year. But how will we pay for things, guys? We don't have the money to pay for things. I'm not going to lie. I was actually somewhat surprised because I thought that our tax code was structured so that rich people just didn't have to pay the taxes. Like, didn't have to hide the shit because they yeah, were just a lot exempt. Of they don't know. They just don't. A lot of them, they either hide it. They just don't pay because um, the vast majority of taxes come from W-2s, which are yeah. reported. But wealthy people do things like they buy up land. I read this. Bill Gates is one of the biggest owners of land, farmland. Yeah. Um, and he does that so he can say that it's farmland and he can get a reduced property tax so they they do things like that where they get to hide their money they have pass-through companies um yeah you get to like a certain level of wealth where like you're just not paying taxes so like you know i i have um a lot of family friends who live in california and my my family here in utah like my parents 
pretty like average middle class family here. And they have some like more wealthy friends in California who are like um, just it's fun. Like they always complain about California, the the, the socialist republic of California, just because the taxes are so damn high or whatever. And like for them, honestly, like taxes are pretty high for just regular people in this country because mm -hmm. they're not at the level of wealth that allows you to pay no taxes or low taxes. Like people who are coasting by on capital gains and paying like a, a lower tax rate than hourly workers, um, you, you have to accumulate, like accumulate a level of wealth that allows you to do that. So, and it, it's, it's, I mean, it's surprising to an extent that like they're even like, it's even called, um, you know, unpaid taxes, like Jason said, like, I almost thought that was just baked into the into the tax code itself. Like these aren't unpaid taxes. That's just how that's just how it is when you get to that level of, of wealth. Yeah, so it's not enough for them to have the deck stacked for them. They have to then cheat on top of that. Like, fuck, I'm yeah. still not reporting this money. Isn't that insane? And like, we already get so little for our taxes in this country. Like, I mean, yeah, so and I don't have a lot of sympathy for people who are complaining about, um, you know, money for to, to going to social services when they never bring that up when it comes to just like our endless warfare or the Pentagon budget or anything like that or our like multi-trillion dollar F-35 um, like multi-ton paperweight project that we did where these planes are completely useless. Like people are very specific about how, when, when they choose to complain about t uh, taxes, but like mm -hmm. we really do get so little for taxes in this country um, that like, you know, when people complain about taxes, uh, we don't see any benefit from it. So I'm sympathetic to an extent, but it's just like you get to a level in this country and it like just does not fucking matter. You can just avoid it entirely. Yeah, how would you feel it? How would you feel if you got an F-35? Like you personally? <laughs> Dude, I'd feel great. It'd be awesome. I, I mean, if I could fly it around, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know what part of it is incapable of working. I, I I don't know if it's the one that can't fly in the fucking rain or whatever, but like, like, I, uh, like I bet you could just like roll that bitch around town. Be I, like, yeah. I bet it has that capability. <laughs> just uh, just, just down the highway. Kyle with the windows down, just <laughs> cruising State uh, Street on a Friday night. That's right. Just in a jet. It's like it doesn't fly, but like it, it has a very nice like cruise control setting where I can get 55 and get like 30 miles per gallon. It's great. There was a there was a news story that came out the other day too that made me laugh about it because like the marine variant of the F-35, apparently one of their planes had a problem where it shot itself. <laughs> Of course it did. What? <laughs> of course it Wait, did. the F-35 cheddar bobbed itself? Oh my god. Yeah, actually, because apparently like it comes with a pod that's supposed to drop down if you're supposed to use like the onboard gun. It didn't drop down, so it ended up just shooting the fuselage. So hell oh my yes. God. Ipso facto it kind of attempted suicide. Man, that's awesome. That's what you get for your money. That's what our taxes are paying for. Which, I mean, like, that's, at least we're getting lulls out of it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Which like to be fair, if I was a $1.5 trillion failure, I'd probably shoot myself too. That That's right. If I caused, yeah, if I wasted that much money, like imagine how many lifetimes it would take you to waste $1.5 trillion, Greg. I don't, I mean. Two. It's not possible. Do it in two. Two? No. <laughs> Doing what? I've seen Brewster's Millions. Dude. <laughs> that's an old people joke. See, you that said was you were old. But yeah. Brewster's Millions was a fraction of like one point five yeah. trillion dollars. A trillion dollars. That's just for inflation. Oh, and he still struggled to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just gonna yeah. buy 
and, it, and I'm not just going to buy a country or an, I, I'm buying, I'm buying a fucking continent. Yeah. And and you, Antarctica is mine. I mean, you I can't can have it, it outright, but, but like, like it's you mine can take now. it by force. That's right. <laughs> True. But, you can't, you can hire some mercenaries yeah, for 1.5 yeah. trillion. It's going to be pretty prime uh, real estate once we, uh, honestly, like, when when the climate crisis is in in its later stages, all the billionaires who escaped on cruise ships or whatever are going to be just surfing around the coast of uh, Antarctica. I think. I think that's my. I think that's my when prediction. They're, when they're it, not in their compounds in New Zealand. I was just going to yeah, say, aren't gonna they be... going to New Zealand <laughs> or Mars? Or Mars. Uh, it's just going to be water Snowpiercer. Guys... That's what it's going to be. Fucking you guys Elon saw Musk. Elon Musk's tweet he's... that he's accumulating resources. He's such a goddamn twerp. So <laughs> I like, hate him so much. He is so annoying. Like the worship over him in particular is so fucking annoying. Like how many how many videos have I do I just have to watch of SpaceX like rockets purposely bro- blowing up before like I mean this this guy is so annoying. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm old enough to remember when we had actual space planes that could fly up into space and then land on their fucking wheels. Yeah. What the hell is up with, like, am I supposed to be impressed by SpaceX who blows up a rocket like every fucking month? Like what, what is impressive about that? Like, we were doing this in the sixties. Right. Even the ones that don't blow up, the ones we like send to the space station, we just drop people in the fucking ocean. Like, blah. No. I know. What, like, like what good happened? Luck. What happened to the space shuttle? Like, do we, like, I don't understand. Uh, we retired uh, them because they kept blowing up. Well, Elon Musk is well on his way of doing the same thing. But yeah, the, the, like I've been noticing this like war between uh, like Elon Musk and like some other uh, like Amazon is really going after like Bernie Sanders this week for some reason. And it's just, and they're like, we provide, I just saw that thing you, you tweeted Jordan where they where I don't know, some fucking ghoul who works for Amazon says that we provide like the most progressive workplace. And I don't know what, by what criteria they're measuring that. Um, but just, yeah. What's the definition of progressive for them? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a um, disease can be progressive too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Like they don't discriminate, uh, uh, like based on who they force to do slave labor. Like, oh, both black and white people have to wear a monitor that says how long they can be going to the bathroom for when yeah. they're working in the warehouse. They have a non-binary bathroom that no one gets to use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. never. A exactly. non-non-binary apple juice bottle that you get a piss in in your in your uh, work dude, pod those fucking warehouses like i saw somebody um like uh, i was reading an account of of people who were working in this um warehouse and they have such little time for bathroom breaks yeah the warehouses are so big yes. that by the time they walk to the bathroom from where they're working in the warehouse it's done it's the break's over my, they literally- my, my husband worked there two christmases ago just over the holidays and he he's like i can't they have fit they give you 15 minutes for lunch and he he said, by the time I got there, I had to shove my food in my face and turn around and walk back. Oh and then the bathroom breaks. Forget about it. Insane. They, I've told this story before to Jason, but I was pregnant at the time and he asked to take off um, for to be in the hospital with me and they gave him 10 hours off so he's like oh fuck you i'm quitting he just quit he was like i'm not you're asked you're telling me i can't go be with my wife in the hospital 10 hours 10 hours like how many women are in labor for like way longer than i was it yes exactly holy shit so he was like yeah no not gonna so there's yeah, progressive that, workplace yep. though. But because yep. like Bernie like tweets about how like Jeff Bezos should like maybe like pay 
a, a tiny bit more in taxes. You get like just so many weirdos. They're just obsessed with defending billionaires. And for no, like everyone in, everyone in no this re- country is just a temporarily embarrassed millionaire who's soon to be next. And then they don't want to pay more taxes. So, right. Oh. I could not think of a single billionaire whose defense I would jump to. Like not fucking Beyonce. Nope. nope. There's no. I'm trying to but think. Not Rihanna. She's not a billionaire. Who's, who's my Who's my favorite billionaire? That's a fun game I should play in my brain. <laughs> uh, what do you guys who's think? Who's the Bezos? least objectionable billionaire? Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously it's Mackenzie Bezos. Oh, oh yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Abs- okay. She is the best one because she just said like, "We're getting divorced. I'm taking half of your money." So that's that's honestly. And I'm giving it away. Did She's she giving it all lot? away. She gave yeah. it all away. Yeah. Okay, good for her. Um, that's expropriation. I like that. I, I don't. I'm trying to think of who else is like a famous billionaire. They all just suck so bad. The, the yeah, ones in all... Utah are just. Ugh. What do you think they're like to talk to? I feel like they're so awkward and weird and like. You might as well talk to an alien because right? they have no like they have no ability to like comprehend human thought anymore. Right. I, I sat like 50 feet away from Ryan Smith when I worked at Qualtrics. He's the now owner of the utah jazz he's a he he's a he's a sentient robot he is not a human being that's bizarre he is he is a man bot in in man capri pants just making a million dollars a day yeah just like blinking and making like a quarter million Wow, so we really always, which we're not taxing yeah, yeah which we're that's, not taxing yeah i was just, like, just got off well will somehow show up in the next version of the Panama Papers. Well, you know, one of the big reasons right. we're yeah. not taxing uh, rich people is because the IRS is understaffed. Mm-hmm. They've and been wealthy gutted. People, yeah, and wealthy people have lawyers and it's hard yeah. to audit mm-hmm. them, which is why like the most audited counties in America are heavily black and yep. southern counties like Humphrey, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Uh, yeah, Jason and I have said this before, the, the most heavily audited county is in georgia yep mississippi is it mississippi i thought it was georgia is in the south and it's a predominantly black uh county and they audit for like uh child tax credit stuff yeah you know someone claiming their niece's kid it's so it's that's just so fucking disgusting to get like what like Fifteen hundred dollars a year back. It's just, yeah, dude. The IRS has been completely gutted. Um, they have zero like enforcement power over any money that actually matters. So of course, it's just doing exactly that. And what what we really should be doing, like, we should be taxing every dollar above nine hundred ninety nine million dollars at a hundred percent. Like, there should be zero billionaires, yes. just at a bare minimum. Like, that should be the starting point, just right there. Just cut it right off. Like it's, it's just, I'm so tired of <laughs> these just absolute sickos. So I, I read in the New York times that they, um, that some people are proposing to do something to fix this, to get the money from the wealthiest of this country by, instead of making them report their income, they want to make banks report the in and out of yeah. deposits and, um, I don't know if that yeah, worked. I wonder if that would work. I have no idea. I there this stuff is so intricate the way they like move all this money around. And like the like these billionaire defenders on Twitter would be the first to tell you, like, oh, it's not all liquid. Like it's not like they have a, a bank account with like a hundred and seventy-nine billion dollars in it. Like, oh uh, uh, 
I hate those people so much. I but... Yeah, no, they just have 23 condos in Manhattan that are sit- sitting empty. Exactly. Do you remember? Oh, also, do you guys remember when, like, in, in the beginning of the pandemic, when uh, in New York, when Andrew Cuomo was cutting Medicaid, where yes. a, like a bunch of like more like upper millionaires wrote a letter that was like, tax us more so you don't keep doing this stuff. And he just like wouldn't do it. Yeah, this worst. country. This country. It's so just... bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's just absurd. Uh... Uh, we're like begging. <laughs> Yeah, Please let like, us have health care. Please take care of us. And they're like, no. Yeah. I just feel like, when is it going to topple? It's going mean, to you'd have to come out of nowhere. <laughs> I um, I just started listening to this pod- podcast called Revolutions. Um, and I'm curious to see what I'm going to learn about, like, what the breaking point is for people. But it seems like uh, inequality. <laughs> That's America, always yeah. what it is. But America has an X factor. Mm-hmm. It's the racism. Mm-hmm. American white 100%. supremacy is what keeps us from revolting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, because even the poor whites are like, yeah, we yeah, kind of want to hurt other people. Too many of them are, are way too quick to be able to just blame. I mean, like it can be, it, there's just a gigantic fucking billboard that just says capitalism is causing your problems and mm-hmm. still cannot find solidarity yeah. with like other with with people of a different race it's just it, it really is astounding it, yeah um with the actually founding of this country built on on racism you that is the x factor and i have no idea if there is a breaking point to get past that i guess we'll I really probably find out yeah i think i mean in this country yeah we don't we don't have solidarity we don't have revolution no like instead we get people who just become more and more insular and more and more angry because they don't have their their needs met. And we get things like back-to-back mass shootings in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. it's very easy to tell that early American history is pretty much just based around slave revolts and crushing slave revolts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it still shows. So I mean, yeah, occasionally they take a break for a native slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. you don't have to like we've we've talked about that in in great detail recently. Um, we did uh, guest on another podcast, and Jordan walked us through uh, a, a militia that was for, formed um, under the Mormon Church umbrella. And uh, yeah, we basically the three of us really just live on like um, Native American burial grounds. This whole state is just like littered with um, like massacres that took place. We had. Uh, I mean, we took Native American kids from their homes in Arizona, sent them to schools in Utah to be like, learn how to be um, white Western people and then made them like house servants. We had slaves in this state. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Like, isn't that kind of what Jesus did in the Book of Mormon, right? He didn't he come like, he visited the Westernized the natives. He, yeah. Didn't he, he westernize and, the natives? That's a, that's a good question. Jordan, tell us about that. Well, they were always kind of Westernized. Um, well, okay. So going into lore a little bit, <laughs> I feel like I have to like give like a crash course in the Rewind Book of Mormon the and for yes. a book I haven't read in like ten years. So, so what happened was this tribe left Jerusalem and came to America, and then like the brothers of the guy who who came here didn't like the other guy, so they split off into two groups called the Nephites and the Lamanites. And they always fought each other. And then Jesus came and visited the, the Nephites. 
And then Jesus left again, and then they fought some more. And then the Nephites all got wiped out by the Lamanites, and the Lamanites got cursed with dark skin. Yep. So they're Native yep. Americans. And you hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, they weren't. <laughs> Jesus didn't didn't come. He didn't make them Western. They were always Western because they were really just Jews that came over on boats uh, yeah, from the Middle East. Got it. Uh, it's a very interesting origin story. <laughs> definitely no yeah. there's no such thing as melanin folks this is not entirely different from the uh morse science temple origin story what's this is, is this is a lesser known black american religion um if you've ever met a black person with the last name bay or a last name with the suffix l like former football player antoine randall l most of those names are from families who are part of that faith. It was formed in, Ch in Chicago by a guy named Noble Jurali, and they fundamentally believe that Black people in America are not a product of the transatlantic slave trade, but they are descended from Moors who came to the Americas in pre-Columbian times. This Black people have just always been here. Really? Wait, yeah. so they don't, did, what, did they just say there was no slavery? Some will say, where are the slave ships? Others acknowledge that there was slavery, but there were a small number of slaves and that most Americans are actually indigenous Moors and we've been lied to. Wow. Oh, that is super <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Wild. That oh, is crazy. Man. Okay. That's I, I want to learn a lot about that. Yeah, I'm gonna that. wiki that. Is that. <laughs> super interesting. Yeah, that's... what did you say the church was called? Moorish Science Temple. And look up Noble Drew Ali. Moorish Science Temple of America. Yeah, yeah it takes a lot to like make like three kids who grew up Mormon like all raise their eyebrows. So the uh, the House is voting on admitting DC to the Union as the fifty first state. This is something that Democrats and Democratic supporters have been talking about for a while which would tip the Senate because obviously Washington DC is heavily democratic and still probably predominantly black, if not black by yeah. plurality. It's definitely, yeah, I think it might sure not does. be 51% anymore because you just can't stop gentrification. Mm, okay. Too many think tanks have moved into DC for uh, yeah, lanyards are kind of like a plague. <laughs> the lanyards I, I mean uh, i like dc the weird thing about dc changing is that black dc was one of like the coolest cities in america and white dc is one of the lamest cities in america and it's <laughs> a shame to see it happen like mm -hmm. like gogo -go music was, I, I was such a unique say, yeah. black american tradition yes I get a bunch of guys that work for like the Brookings Institute just like talking about like, hey, did you see we got a Nobu? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's bleak. Uh, so I, I don't know where it stands right now, but um, they had a hearing on Monday. Did, does anybody know what happened? Oh, I know man. a lot of Republicans were making idiotic complaints like DC Huge doesn't one. have a landfill. Or, or have a car dealerships, right? Yes. Also, Mitch McConnell, Midville, Mitch McConnell referred to DC statehood as a full bore, bore socialism. I'm just like, I wish, I fucking oh wish that God. was what it was. 
What? It's, it's so it's so annoying that we can't like like no one can just be like, hey, can you tell us what socialism means? Can like any of you losers like use this in an actual like correct way or sentence at they, all? They well, count on people not knowing what it is. It's just or being it's propagandized just, to the yeah. point where they don't know what it is. Socialism yeah, is just a blanket term for whatever conservatives don't like. Yeah. Like it's 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 raining on a Friday, so it's the fucking weather is socialist. <laughs> it's such I mean, it it's is. so annoying. Like I I remember I, so I have a very conservative father um, and we were, I can't remember where we were, but he, he was having a conversation with like a family friend that was around too. And he, he brought up like, he was like, yeah, like I saw some study that says like, you know, gen or uh, millennials and, and um, Gen Z have a more favorable view of socialism than they do of capitalism. Isn't that so sad? And I was like, I was like, do you think that, well, I was like, well, one, no, but two, I was like, I was like, do you think it might have something to do with like the right saying every single thing is socialism? Like, like every single thing that's socialism? good. Yeah. I was like, you, when you call literally everything socialism, like it, 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 it has no meaning really. And if you just see the Fox news people freaking out about shit and you're mm -hmm. like, and like, Oh, that's socialism. It's people like, Oh, I, I think healthcare seems good. I guess, I guess I like socialism. If that means people get healthcare, mm -hmm. like, yeah, of course, people have a more favorable view of it. Like, mm -hmm. come on. And so when it, you call literally everything that, then it loses all the scare part of it that it whatever it had for like people that grew up during the cold or the, in, in the midst of the Cold War. So, yeah, it's just ugh, it's they've so even called like hyper capitalist organizations like the NBA and the NFL socialists. It's oh, my like, God. I know yeah, it just makes no difference. It's just like, yeah. Socialism is when you do things that upset me. It's like, yeah, well, yes. capitalism yes. is actually socialism. Like, yeah. And yeah. like, is it is it any real surprise? Like, and I'll even speak for myself, like as an older millennial of like that millennials view <clears throat> socialism in higher favor than <clears throat> than capitalism. Like, look what the average millennial has has lived through. Like a lot of them, like graduated college like i did like right in the middle of an economic recession and like we can't like the majority can't pay their bills because they have these dog shit jobs that like you know you you can't get enough experience to be able to get hired anything other than like entry level and <clears throat> yeah i mean like the old talking point was well compare socialism and capitalism look at what both of them have accomplished and that talking point doesn't quite work anymore because the only thing we've seen is like economic downturn after economic downturn and like war after war. Also, yeah. I, I, uh, we talked about this last week, but anytime socialism has organically like come up in any country, we crush it. Right. Or communism. We crush it. And then we point uh, to it and we go, look, see, it's so bad. It's so the, bad. The Mormons the literally did communism. It's called it, it was called the law of consecration. And it was literally the most pure form of anarcho-communism that you can possibly have. And it, it was just it. And that's what early the early Mormon church was. And anytime I brought that up when I was growing up, I was like, wow, this law of consecration shit kind of sounds like communism. And the response you get is communism is is a is a creation of man so therefore it is inherently evil 
but the law of consecration is for God, so it's good. But it's the same thing. It's, it's a, literally it's just, the same. It's so just, we just need to rebrand it. Is what yeah, we just need says. to. Yep. So I said, I'm going to rejoin the Mormon church and become an anarcho-communist. All right, wait, what did I call it, Jordan? Um, an- anarcho-consecrationist. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to become an anarcho-consecrationist and start like a communist Mormon church movement to bring us back to our roots of communism. And maybe we can do communism in, in, uh, in Utah. Even if it's in the name of God, whatever, as long as we're keeping like giving. If that's uh, what they need. If yeah. that's what they need. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we can meet people's needs, then yeah. As long as we can do it without the theocratic dictatorship, I'm okay yeah. with this. I think we can. <laughs> I think I, I think I'll be able to make that happen. I'm gonna rejoin the Mormon Church so that I can do a baptism for the dead for Karl Marx. <laughs> Dude, I. It's been done, but we could do it again. I, I guarantee you, he's got it quite a few times. And Frank has been baptized like 13 times, We, so, as we discussed. So what so we need to do is we need to find a way to meet the material needs of the people of the District of Columbia. Yes. That's, yes. Oh, sorry, right that's, now. <laughs> <laughs> this is, get back this to is that. how our podcast goes. So if you guys want to listen to us getting super sidetracked on everything. <laughs> but we get um, sidetracked on everything, too. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, yeah. So those arguments about D.C. are just absolutely all, absurd. It's all racism because you know that yeah. if 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 it was a majority white city, that it would have been a state a long time ago. It's oh, what I talk absolutely. about with the only reason we have two fucking Dakotas was yeah. to create GOP senators. Yeah. There was a single Dakota territory that was admitted to the union as two states. Oh, so we I, can I have four senators. And as if there are some like criteria for what a state should be that like DC isn't meeting if it's like car dealerships or whatever. It's like, not you, land. Has anyone been to Delaware? Like fuck Delaware. Like, it what, takes what kind of, it's a, 20 minutes to drive through it. And I always fucking hate driving through Delaware. Delaware's existence it's, is predicated on, on just being a, like corporate tax haven. Mm-hmm. And it's also yeah. just you pay to get in and you pay yep, to get out. It's they, a toll road. No, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, state is a toll ass state. Yeah, Delaware is, is just yeah, Delaware is just a credit card company with two senators. That's it. I, there is uh, no commercial air traffic in, De- in Delaware. No. You cannot book a flight to Delaware. And that was one of the oh that was one God. of the things that one of the people's uh the senators I think said or the Congress people they said there's no I don't think there's even a uh airport here and it's like so most of their airports in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no. Like, also, what are the major airports in, like, Idaho? Like, <laughs> Boise doesn't even have, like, an international airport. Like, who cares? Yeah. Also, Wyoming certainly doesn't either. It's the, oh. same peop- it's the same people who say we need to keep the Senate. Uh, the, the Senate needs to be um, – we have to have the Senate because it can't – small states can't be dominated by large states. But then they turn around and they go, yeah, but D.C. is too small to be a state. And yeah. they, they fall back on the, the founding fathers never intended – for the seat of government to be in a state, so no state would be favored. But also, like the founding fathers did not intend for seven hundred thousand people to live there. Right. Yeah, they also no. didn't intend for black people to have equal rights either. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like the whole f- the, the founders fucking suck. Awful people. Bad. Terrible bad stuff. Terrible. Yeah, they don't need to be like they also believe. Like I looked at the. I saw some tweet that was like, okay, if you think we should listen to the founders, then you also believe in mega Virginia. And they're like the map of Virginia is just like five different states it <laughs> goes to wisconsin and that's all my stuff. state yeah <laughs> it's, it's no it's so embarrassing like the, the that's the concept of amendments my guys it's yeah, like do you, do you really want to like take advice from people whose like idea of medicine was just taking a gill of blood out of you <laughs> <laughs> sometimes oh I like wow he's getting it. worse <laughs> sometimes i like to rank the worst presidents just in terms of their humanity 
And you know, Jefferson doesn't get enough credit for being a colossal piece of shit. 100%. Oh, neither does Washington. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's, like, we all know that slave owners raped and then fathered children with their slaves. Yep. And we, we talk about it through that prism. They fathered children with their slaves. But if you look at it from the other perspectives, they enslaved their children. Like, Disgusting. who the fuck enslaves their own child? Disgusting. Yeah, the word slave dentures don't get thrown around a lot these days, and I think they kind of would for old George. Yeah. Man. Do you know about this, Amanda? I think so, but refresh our audience. I, I think I know exactly what he's talking about. Well, you know, so, everyone in childhood yeah. learned that he had wooden teeth. Yes. That's what they taught us in school. I learned right. that. No, I, but they were way more horrific. Way, way, way more awful. Tell us about them. Uh, they were teeth that were pulled from slaves. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. Yep. And these, this is who we revere. This is who this country reveres. Yeah, that, that's why, like, originalism when it comes like the Constitution doesn't phase me. It's like, okay, and like they didn't even agree on the form of government back then. Like the like the Delaware Plan passed by like one vote. That's why we have a Senate. Whoop whoopee. Like we were this close to having German established as the official language for this country. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this I mean, this is the country that built a fucking mountain carving like carving with these type of guys. So it's like, yeah, I mean, on, was just on Native American ground. Dude, a sacred space. On a Dude, sacred yes. mountain, too. Yeah. Just like just Think of a bigger fuck you. Yeah, I saw someone. Oh, it was probably like a TikTok or some fucking video where someone was like talking about like, you know, it's it's so great that like we get taught the truth in in the United States, uh, like in comparison to like communist China or whatever. And I'm like, that like literally no, from day one, you no. are doing the fucking pledge of allegiance. You're indoctrinated. You about, yeah, you learn about the incredible like moral men that were the founding fathers, and everything was just like. This like incredible West Wing view of just just J just incredible debate. And it was Jason had a great thing. point last week. Uh, remember you said I um, stay with great points. You do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, in 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 a school here where they're taught that things happened in America, not that America did those things. Exactly. Yeah, that these things happened, and not that like we they were perpetrated. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's a uh, that is a. Wow, Jason, that is a great Jason, point. Jason's smart. Man. Yeah. Also on top of that, too, like we talk about like how like indoctrinated like North Korea is, but the cherry tree thing feels like something that's like someone would say about like Kim Jong-il or something. I know. Like, yeah. It's it's just it's so also gross. He is a man of the highest integrity, which is why we have our portrait in all of our houses. Yeah, it and it's so similar to the way that the three of us were taught about like early Mormon church leaders. Um, Brigham Young is one in particular that like, w you, you know, um, all these men were just like a victim of their time. Like they, mm -hmm. they, they, they just were who they were because of like, in like, despite all of the like known accounts we have of someone like Brigham Young in particular, um, you know, desperately wanting slavery and instituting slavery in this state when, uh, definitely didn't need to. And yeah, we get this, we have statues of these people, um yeah, Here, here's what i here's what i wonder a lot of people go oh yeah they were part of their time but there were abolitionists yeah there, there were plenty of people who knew morally and spoke up and said 
hey, this is not fucking okay. Yeah, like no one ever talks about the Grinky Grinky sisters or anything like that. I don't know the Grinky sisters. They're they're red. Um, I'll look them up. I'll wiki them. They were daughters of slave owners who just like decided to like, we're not doing this. And they headed north and they actually helped found like the NAACP. Yeah. But okay. Like, even like someone like John Brown, like did, I wasn't taught really like about John Brown, really. And like these people in these areas, like people knew this was wrong. Like this, it, it's like they you knew. said, like, just because it was acceptable to some people at the time doesn't mean that there weren't a good chunk of people being like, yo, this is actually super fucked up and we shouldn't be doing this. Right. Oh, man, it's so it's horrifying <laughs> to think about. It is. Um. So I guess we all are on board with statehood. <laughs> <laughs> There are actual human beings who live there without yes. representation. Yeah. Tom Cotton and, had a really like interesting like quote about that too, which like I love Co- love me some Tom Cotton. Mm-hmm. Oh, Definitely yeah. not always, racist always guy had, named Tom Cotton. Always what, has some good stuff. What vital industries would the new state of Washington represent? Lobbying, bureaucracy, give me a break. By far the largest group of workers in the city are bureaucrats and other white collar oh professionals. God. It would so be him. nothing. Which you yeah. are, dumb fuck. <laughs> Kim. And also, it's also that's just not true. <laughs> it's also just not true. It's like there's 700,000 people in uh, D.C. Like, yeah. I'm sure not every single one of them works for, like, say, I don't know, name a, like, they like don't the all Heritage work Foundation. For, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not every single one of them works for the Cato Institute. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and, and and like spoken as truly someone who's never gone out like anywhere outside of DC other than like the National Mall or something. Like, I, it, to say that like there's no, it's just as if it's just this little haven of people who were just visiting or coming into town to do their think tank stuff and going there on the weekends and leaving. It's just well, it's Tom. Yeah. He's painting this belief of an 18th century economy where it's either manufacturing or agrarian. No, like most people don't make shit. It's service industry is what this country does. It's a service yeah. industry. I mean, that's essentially Utah. Yeah. Tourism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like on top of that too, like if Tom Cotton ever left the Northwest quadrant of DC, he would immediately just start crying and call the cops. Like, yeah. I, I mean, just you know, so weird he might go that. to the newly gentrified Northeast. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. But anywhere outside of there, dude, he'd yeah. be just like, nope. Ichabod Crane looking sicko, that guy. <laughs> just awful to look it's, at. Well, it's birthday cake every morning. Oh, psycho your, shit. Yeah. yeah. To that your much. point about, you know, like 700,000 people living in Washington, D.C., that's 125,000 more people than the entire population of the state of Wyoming, which has two, two Republican senators. So we can go ahead and just call this what this is with Republicans. Racism. It's just straight up fucking racism. Oh yeah. We don't want, we don't want black people, dis- we don't want people of color to have the representation they need. We do not want another two senators because then we lose our power. And not that I have a whole lot of faith in the Democratic Party. Yes. But then you actually have your majority and you can hopefully pass something. Yeah, a real majority, not 49 and impossible. Yes. But mm-hmm. Greg, why don't we think about the vital industries that Wyoming provides to all of us? There's fracking. There's uh, selling pornography, fireworks, and booze to Utahns. Um, Kanye, Kanye West. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fracking again. Um, I, I, 
I, I, I, I, I, got I can't name them. I don't know what they do there. Nuclear, nuclear bomb right. testing centers. That's right. That too. So no okay. Board. The we have a board economy on I-80. We need a place to store our <laughs> nuclear weapons. That's the vital use of Wyoming. <laughs> um, so do the Democrats have enough votes to pass this in the Senate or no? I've, I haven't. I don't. only need 50. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a procedural thing. Like, it's but not will like, the, do they have all 50? I feel like they're almost there. I feel like I read it was like 44 they had or 46. 44 like, people who have who's signed objecting? on. I mean, who do I'm you assuming Mansion Cinema. I think Cin- I think Cinema is one of them. It is, yeah. yeah. Cinema has the freaking like gall to go tweet about like the gender uh, pay the gender pay gap today. Or, or she does so like tweets like thank you service workers through COVID. And it's, I just she is like, like if you're no, gonna say fuck you with your votes, just don't say anything on Twitter too. Get, like who's running your social? You're oh being really God. fucking stupid. It's so embarrassing. Jacobin had an article today about like her weird transition from being a leftist to what she is now and is the most like gut-wrenching thing. Like she went from like being a social worker who was doing critiques on capitalism like 2004. She worked on the Nader campaign in 2000 to like by 2008, she was calling herself like a Prada socialist. And then it just all off a cliff after that. Did what money got to her? Is that what it is? I imagine so. I mean, that's what those wigs are expensive. Okay. She, She seems really narcissistic and maybe saw like there's like a popular left movement and wanted to like, you know, be better than that or something. I don't know. I always wonder with people like that who like feel like they're above or too smart and too like to be like principled on like as a leftist. It's it's really odd. She strikes me as that woman at your new job. You're like, that white lady seems like she might be cool. And then she emails when she sees your boss on it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank she's you for like, showing me early. She's she's as if not more disappointing than like Pete and Kamala being raised by Marxist parents. Wait, oh, I, even more so. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, Pete's Pete's dad is a uh, Gramsci scholar and Kamala Harris's dad is a, like a renowned Marxist who um, doesn't like her politics at all and got really been, mad at her when she went on The Breakfast Club and made a mockery of uh, Jamaican culture. <laughs> yeah. I did not was, know this. I feel well, like that entire gonna... Breakfast Club interview was pretty horrific. Oh, oh, it was bad. so bad. But that that in particular, where she was like, "Of course I smoke weed. I'm Jamaican," and, and yeah, and then the Tupac stuff, and then the it was, I couldn't, I couldn't bear. She is so. It's, it's like it's like this be one of those things where you're cringing for the person. It was. Yeah. It's so bad. She was like, tough. "Yeah, I smoked weed listening to um, Tupac and um, Snoop Dogg in college." Like, ma'am, you went to college in 1986. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> like literally couldn't name an 80s rap group. She picked Snoop Dogg and Tupac. Like it, uh, that was, That's because she doesn't actually listen to race I know, music. But you would think that like, she, she could just say something. Yeah. Uh, and yeah then, she was just reaching in her brain for like, give me a name, give me a name, give me a name. <laughs> Tupac. Just going through the, the rapper Rolodex. That's so like, awful. And yeah. then like, yeah, like I, I smoked all this weed in college and then went on to like jail how many people for smoking weed or like how many parents uh, how many for people? having truant children. 
Yeah. How many people did they fire this past week for smoking weed in their past? Like, I think it was three, five. four. Is yeah. it only five? I'm sure it's probably more than that. Like, I'm sure other people were asked <laughs> to leave. And... and then the, the what's her face? I don't even like, is she the press? She's a press person, but she was just like, um, she was like, yeah, it's actually still federally illegal. So it's like, oh, I wonder who could change that like right now if you wanted to. I dislike oh. her more than Huckabee. I'm going to be honest. She's so ah, yeah. She's awful. Like I understand. She's so smarmy. She's so dude, smarmy. She is. I miss. I miss. Uh, who was the dude who said Holocaust centers? Um, Spicer. Spicer. Sean Spicer was way funny because he just yeah. like he was forced to explain the Kafefe tweet, <laughs> and he just had. He looked like he was going to cry all the time. It was <laughs> <He way did>. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought Scaramucci was good for a minute. Um, Literally also, a minute. <laughs> yeah. He was there for like a week and now he just does, um, uh, what's the, uh, he does cameos. You can get him on cameo. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, so Sean I, Spicer just feels like a Wes Anderson character to me. Yeah. Just doesn't know what he's doing. Just like sad all the time. <laughs> it's so funny. Thank you. Have any of you guys ever tried to use cameo? I have. No, I I have used Cameo. Who, who did you use? Who did you pay? Okay, so this is so stupid. My one of my <laughs> one of my group chats. We we spent a good two months sending cameos of this one guy. His name is Shoe Nice. Um, oh yeah, I know who that he, he is. He was. He's on YouTube. He was big on YouTube for a while. He eats yeah. tampons, napkins. <laughs> That's right. He eats stuff that he's not supposed to. Yeah. And so we just spent about two months at the end of last year sending shoe nice cameos to each other. They're only $15. That's it. That's a a good deal. It's a a good deal. And he's actually kind of funny. So So, um, I, I have tweeted a few times once or twice about former NBA player, Matt Barnes. And I may have insinuated that, um, that he has substance abuse issues. Oh no. And uh, so a friend of mine tried to pay Matt Barnes to read one of my tweets. <laughs> That's amazing. No way. And, and did it, you got it? No, he just, apparently, like, if they don't answer it after a certain number of days, the request dies. Oh, oh. He just left it on the line. You know he looked at it, though. Oh, no. Oh, I want to say God. a couple of tweets. I mean, like, a 400-tweet thread. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. Guys, I'm gonna go broke because I'm just on cameo right now. Jimmer for Jimmer for Dead's on here for 50 bucks a pop. That's nice. We gotta uh, get a Jimmer for Dead cold open for the show. Dude, Scaramucci's only 55. That's cheap. I know. Scaramucci's cheap. Ken Bone. That's boring. Who wants a Ken Bone? We could all chip in like eleven dollars and get Scaramucci. Sarah Sarah Palin for promo. Sean Spicer's bucks. Yeah, two hundred. Who's Vincente Fox? Um, he's the, the former president, president of Mexico. Of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? Wait, he's the current he's president? On, he's on Cameo? Oh, man. You know, oh. I'm sure this has been said before, but it is insane to me that a former president now has a podcast. Like, oh, yeah. that is crazy. Multiple. Wait, wait, is Vincente presidents. Fox? He's, he was the president before this current president, right? He was present during like the Bush administration. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I was like, wait, Oprah doors the president. I was like, why? I'm so confused. Okay. That makes sense. Also, just uh, kind of a random thing though, but like thinking of Anthony Scaramucci, I've had this kind of like recurring thought in my head because I've been going back and watching The Sopranos lately. And just thinking about Anthony Scaramucci really makes me want 
The Sopranos to be set during the Trump presidency. Because mm. I have this thought about like Tony sitting down with like AJ Soprano, like having this family bonding moment where they're watching a Scaramucci press conference and Tony's just like, you see, you see, you can do anything with your life. <laughs> we finally got some Italian representation. You know what, AJ, if you really apply yourself, you could probably be the president of the United States. Oh, man. Things wish. are changing in this country. I wish we should get a judge Janine Pirro on. Hers is two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Sher- oh money. my god, this one's bleak. Sheriff Joe Arpaio for thirty dollars. <gasps> oh, that is that is. I, I should is. trick him into saying something really yes, bad. Yes, yes, he's ancient. What? Why after is he the, on- after the Borat thing? Like, or or not? Sorry, but the Sasha Baron Cohen showing out the Borat thing where like they had him on. I feel like he would be pretty easy to trick. Yeah, and there's uh, some sad names on here. Dude, yeah. This this really is yeah. like when when you scroll through the politics section in particular, it's it is like very, it makes it it makes it feel really gross and like just like a teamy kind of thing. Like Sheriff Joe Arpaio's description is t- America's toughest sheriff. Like, and it's just like politician. And it's like, like it feels sad. it feels kind of feels really bad <laughs> to look at. Yeah. yeah, if you sort by like price low to high you 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 start it's feeling sad. bad for some people you really hate like stacy I, I, I bet i won't i bet i <laughs> good point what about jason chaffetz i see him oh Seb- sebastian gorka i they're love all, Seb- oh i cannot like, believe all literal nazis I can't, yep. I can't believe they're actually on cameo that is i would like to know who's buying those cameos i bet the list of people you who can watch no, gorka cameo you can, you can watch, watch their cameos that they've done joe arpaio oh, some of them page. i think i think some of them i wonder if it's all the gun girls on here i mean yeah, the gun girl and political commentator it's just like oh this is gross we should have Capitalism. the gun girl on the show is dershowitz on her anyways guys we gotta wrap it up yeah. um <laughs> so dc look- statehood dc should be a state and we <laughs> yes. should tax there should be no billionaires tax everything above 999 million dollars um and then we'll go from there we'll figure some shit out. yeah guys you guys want to plug your podcast plug anything jordan do it sure uh we are brigham young money as we said in the introduction uh we do a weekly utah regional leftist podcast which is what we talk about we mainly talk about like national stuff but also how it applies to us because we live in a very weird state it's fun um our Twitter page is by Money Pod, I think. Hold That's on, right. make sure again. That's Damn it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can I had to change it the podcasts. first time too because it was like buy money or something like that. And it was just yes. that. And it, it apparently there's something that's really close to that that's also just like a crypto thing. And it was like, we don't need to be that close to that. Yes. So. And we, yeah, wherever fine podcasts are served, we um, talk in depth about Megan McCain's hairstyles generally. Fine. Sorry, we actually don't. I'm just looking at, I'm just mesmerized, mesmerized by her hair today. Just incredible. I think her hairstylist hates her. I oh, think so. <laughs> so um, if you would like to purchase any of our guests as a non-punzable token. Oh man. At- you see the Winklevoss tweet. <laughs> About that, oh my God. <laughs> so I'm uh, selling myself as a NFT. Oh <sighs> man, I wow. hate. I spent a lot of time learning about F- NFTs. This is what this is my last week. Sorry, I'll end on this. Um, last week, I uh, decided to spend a lot of time learning about NFTs. Um, kind of wanted to die, and then subsequently went cold turkey on my SSRIs and just went through a hell of the last five days. Wow. And so, 
uh, yeah, a very naive move. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, better shape now, but anyway, don't. Final message: Don't do that. Don't go cold turkey <laughs> off of SSRIs. Yeah, I thought you were supposed to. Yeah, yeah, to, you don't. Uh, but when you well, uh, when your insurance is yeah. When your insurance has changed like 16 times in the last uh-huh. two years and you don't have a primary care doctor, um, you're kind of just uh, winging it with these refills that I've got got going. So I'm sorry. Hey, it's cool. Internet's internet's nice. I uh, use Reddit. So mm, I use Reddit. Me too. To I'm a big my, Reddit person. I'm on the antidepressant subreddit. You can find me there. I've yet to post, but I'm lurking. So Okay. That's all I do <laughs> on Reddit for the most part. <laughs> That's a great oh. plug, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't You'll even tell us. He didn't Sorry. even tell us his username either. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, you can't find me on there. But just know that I'm there with you. I okay. Like, oh, I was hoping they had like a fun name for the people who are online. You know, you go to like a one subreddit. It's like this many people are. Yeah. You know, online currently. Um, this one doesn't have a fun one. It just says online, but. Uh, I would, if it were me, I would be making jokes about it. But hey, uh, Brigham Young Money, please. Great. Listen. We we have. Fun. They're great guys. Yeah, listen. Um, rate them five stars. Rate us five stars. Oh, tell a friend. Right. Yeah. Do tell ratings. A friend. Yes. I, I, that's um, probably good. We never say to do that. I forget that's a yeah, thing. It's a thing. Smash that goddamn subscribe button. Honestly, please. if you go through our ratings, there's probably we've been making a lot of like Utah people mad lately, mainly Mormon fascists who don't like us. Um, but someone else also uh, in particular um, got really mad at us. So, hey, you know, uh, you might see some funny ratings on there. Could be bad, could be good. Who knows? You guys should have Vernon Maxwell do a cameo. Oh, my God. That's oh a good God. idea. Yes. Holy shit. Is he on cameo? He's got to be. He's got to be on one of them. I'm looking them up now. That's perfect. Let's fucking go. We got it. All right. We're ending on that. All right. All right. Yes. Uh, He's as on always- there. 24-hour delivery available. Yes. Oh, man. 150 uh, bucks? Okay, sorry. As uh, always. As always, guess what? I have a huge apology to make to Jason. He was right. It's Kevin McLeod. No, it's McLeod. McLeod! You, you take it again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it right. It's Kevin McLeod. My bad. Huge apology. It's Kevin McLeod. He's been right this whole time. It, I went and I found an interview on YouTube with him where he says his own name, and it's Kevin McLeod. And as always, our theme music, Too Cool, composed Bye. by the guy Kevin McLeod, licensed to Creative Commons. That's right. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Nice. All right. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. It was a All good right. time. Yes. All right.